What is all this juice and all this joy? Looking at Olsen's Summer in the U Butte Country brings to mind these words by poet Gerard Manley Hopkins, whom Olsen greatly admired. Both the artist and the poet share a desire to celebrate the abundance of nature through their art. One thing that really strikes you in the environment, Olsen has said, is the abundance and generosity of life and life forces. The urge for life is a staggering thing and we just ought to take notice. Olsen's painting is magnificently imaginative. It seems about to burst from all the energetic activity within its frame. Pictorial elements pop and collide. Little colourful tendrils gently unfurl across the composition and larger yellow strokes stretch out over the canvas like unruly vines. There's a sense of things growing and the imagination extending. It is a generous image, full of vitality and joie de vivre. Olsen said, I like to be in the middle of a buzzing honey pot of images changing and evolving. I like painting to have a human unpredictability. Olsen believes that the world around us is profoundly interconnected. Writing about a tropical lily pond, for instance, he stated, Everything seems in such a precarious state of grace. Birds, fish, insects, worms, crustaceans. They may seem contradictory in appearance, but they all belong to a chain of links that tie each to the other. The pictorial elements in his paintings are indeed tied each to the other. Everything jumbles together as a marvellous display of the munificence of nature. Olsen desired his artwork to conjure up what he called a totality of experience. He didn't want to present a landscape for the viewer to merely observe. He wanted to plunge the viewer into the scene, to enfold you in an immersive mystical experience of nature. The painting before you gives you multiple vantage points. At times you feel you have an aerial view. At other times you seem to be presented with microscopic detail. You are at once both inside and outside the landscape. Your experience is both a scientific and also a spiritual experience of the world. There are recognisable motifs. Here is a hand. There looks like a lizard. Here some kind of weird bird but these emerge only in fragments that co-mingle with the other flotsam and jetsam around them. This is what Olsen refers to as an all-at-once world. He says, My painting takes on its particular abstract quality because it is only in this way that I can express my search for direct mystical experience. There is the feeling of the abyss and a void between oneself and everything outside, and one has the impulse to bridge it. The thing I always endeavour to express is an animistic quality, a certain mystical throbbing throughout nature. Created just a few years earlier, the U Butte series of works which this painting belongs to represent the artist really hitting his stride with his artistic aims. By the early 1960s, Olsen had developed a distinctive pictorial language based on a wonderful tangling up of both abstract and figurative qualities. At the time, a great war was being waged between, on the one side, the figurative artists, who were largely Melbourne-based, versus the abstract painters, who were primarily Sydney-based. This turf war was partly sparked off by the publication of the Antipodean Manifesto, a diatribe in defence of figuration, written by the Melbourne-based art historian Bernard Smith. Of the time, Robert Hughes wrote, 
A ludicrous tension now existed between the abs and figs. Shrieks of international bandwagoners and cottage industry were exchanged north and south across a mutually observed Mason-Dixon line that painters seldom and exhibitions rarely crossed. Despite this tribal conflict raging around him, Olsen remained nonplussed, focusing his energy on treading an intriguing line between the two. Olsen seeks to encourage creative possibilities. He follows his intuition, letting things unfold as they desire to. Don't think of form, he says. Think of forming. Forming is a growing, developing process, like a plant or a living organism. Throughout the 1960s, Olsen extended his practice to include tapestries, commissions for houses, and, as here, paintings on ceilings. Summer in the U Butte Country was a ceiling work commissioned in 1962 by Frank MacDonald for the sitting room of his Willara home. MacDonald's apartment was rather dark, and he told Olsen that he wanted something light, bright and airy. Large panels were hung around the chandelier, and a scaffold constructed from which Olsen could work. Painting above himself would have been undoubtedly awkward, but choosing to work in this way meant that Olsen was always thinking about the position of the viewer below. Olsen drew directly onto the panel suspended above him, using an exuberant palette of primary colours. In the background he played the music from Chicago, and something of the tempo of the jazz-inspired music is evident in the playfulness of this composition. The story goes that MacDonald quickly realised that the music was affecting the artist's style. Apparently Chicago was inspiring broad slashing strokes. Fearful that the ceiling may become too heavy, MacDonald switched to Mozart's horn concerto, which, he noted, inspired a lighter style of painting. Olsen, realising that his patron was mischievously trying to redirect his energies, said, Put on Chicago! These ceiling panels are key works from what is fondly known as the U Butte series. Other works are called People Who Live in the U Butte Country. Then there's Journey into the U Butte Country or Spring in the U Butte Country. In 1960, Olsen had returned to Australia after living in Spain for three years, which resulted in him getting the nickname Ole from his students. He was fascinated by the country he'd returned to, with its distinctive Aussie vernacular. He said, I noticed that Australians were saying that Leonardo can be butte, or a trip in the car could be butte, or an ice cream could even be butte. The ceiling panels evoke an unmistakably Australian sense of place, but they also reflect the innumerable Baroque and Rococo ceilings that Olsen would have seen in Europe. In fact, they owe much to the playful, illusionist, immersive techniques of the Baroque. Bernard Smith picked this up when he first saw them, writing that something of the plasticity and swing of the Baroque emerges, a kind of lay, sunburnt Baroque, exulting in the life force. Above all, however, it is this sense of life force that is undeniable. The painter and writer James Gleeson sums this up in a butte way. Of Olsen, he said, He paints because he enjoys being alive and because painting is the natural way for him to express his satisfaction. It arises out of his nature like a spring from its source. It is natural, in the sense that birdsong is natural. 
Olsen makes no bones about being glad to be alive. His paintings sing and shout and exult in the joy of living.